Welcome back. Welcome in to Country Roads Confidential at Earsports.com. It is time. Caught Mountaineer Nation by storm last year with the 70-man roster preview podcast. Kind of a foreign concept to some people about the rules for who can travel to road games and what's the difference between that and a home game. You can't bring everybody on the road. It would be, I guess, unfair, but the home team can have as many people as they want. A travel roster in college football has 70 players, so we had an idea a year ago. On the podcast, you figure out which 70 players would travel with this. Chris Anderson, one, welcome in. Two, we battled with this last year when it got late in the game, trying to round out. I listened to it again last night. One, it was the next one podcast. But two, kind of trying to figure out the last four or five spots and... I have an observation that I'll share a little bit later, but it was difficult. And then, as we predicted, this year was no less challenging. I think for a different reason that, again, I'll highlight in a minute. But I, again, had a hard time getting to 70. Not because there weren't enough, but because there were enough people. And I'm looking at players who don't make my list, and I say, wow, I like that person. Wow, I think that person is going to be good. But I just can't see myself bringing that person to Oklahoma State right now. Or if the first game was on the road, I can't see myself traveling with that person right now. Uh, I have many observations about this, but that's pretty much um, a continuous condition of this. It's a hard exercise. It's a fun exercise, and you'll learn a little bit from it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me this year that was maybe different than last year is the whole, you know, no year of eligibility, no matter what. So you don't have to worry about the four game rule with freshmen. So I, I battled a, a little bit with, hey, do I bring this young guy who can redshirt or do I bring that, you know, junior or senior walk on that can contribute on special teams? And uh, which way do I want to go? And might that change as the year goes on? I think, you know, my mindset would be to make sure I have the absolute best possible players, not worrying about, you know, bettering players for the future. Uh, at least to start the year. And if things go sour, if things go south and West Virginia is sitting at, you know, three and 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 six or something like that or, or whatever heading into the final game, then maybe I'm swinging and bringing more freshmen towards the end of the year than I would at the beginning. Last year, we had this great idea and we we're like, oh, let's track this throughout the season. I'm obsessed by dress rosters and, and travel rosters because it's a good gauge of who is who and what the coaches think of them. And I was like, all right, we can track this and we'll be able to ebb and flow with Brown selections and his coaching staff selections and see who's good and who's falling off, who the coaches like and what strategies involved. It was a mess last year because of injuries. And I think that they tried to, to get some undercooked players on the field, maybe earlier than they wanted to, but with some benefit toward the end. It, it kind of worked out toward the end. They were better in certain aspects at the end of the season than they were at the start. Uh, you're talking guys like Bryson Mays, for example. Um, but you're right for for a similar reason this year but different variables it's going to change throughout the season and we're going to see some people who might not in a normal season play early play travel play and prove themselves and then they'll be a fixture um later on in the season too one thing that i find fascinating and this is kind of a thing i subscribe to when it comes to you know, how you play your offensive line how you put together your defense and this goes to other other sports too for example in basketball just get your five guys in the court and playing together as much as possible. We saw the Sheboy Culver experiment last year. Those are unquestionably your top five players, but it's kind of a, a puzzle to get the offense and the defense to function with them. But you got to learn to play with them because they're too talented. It's kind of like that here. And you say, I want to get my 70 best players. There's no way you can do that. Um, 
explain that to people who don't quite understand this. You want to have as many talented people as you can. And you can get there, but you're not going one through 70, your most talented 70 people because of depth, because of special teams, because of small roles, because of specialization. It's not one through 70, rank them and play them. It's a little bit different. Right. I mean, a, a couple instances right off the top of my head is do th- does West Virginia need an 11th receiver, a, a receiver who hasn't probably tackled anybody in five years? No, they probably need somebody who can play special teams, who can be a punt coverage guy, who can be a gunner on on punt um, on punt team and, and stuff like that. So you really have to get into the nuances, especially with special teams and find guys that might be a little more versatile, uh, that might have some experience that, that can play those spots. So it, there are going to be guys that are not on this list, like you said, that are one of the top, say, 70 players on this team. Um, they're just not going to be there because of, again, are, are you going to need a third, fourth tight end? Probably not. Are you going to need... Uh, again, 11th, 12th wide receiver, probably not. But you are going to need a 9th or 10th safety because those safety guys are going to be playing a lot of special teams and they might be needed at cornerback and so on and so forth. General observations before we get into detail here. Um, I think that there's more better players this year and there certainly was more eligible players because of the redshirt rule and the things like that. So when I say I had a hard time getting to 70, um, I had a harder time because, again, there are some good players that just didn't have a spot. That wasn't quite the same feeling I had last year. It kind of felt like we were elevating some people and giving some people a nudge that perhaps weren't quite ready. And two, as, as I look at it now, I'm not sure they're there yet, but there are positions that are already strong and there are positions that need to be strong that I think have a chance, if not in the quality of players and the quantity of players. That may be special teams, but there's one or two units in the, on each side of the ball that I think, okay, they'll, they'll find a way to get X number of players on the field in a rotation. And I feel better about that having done this now. Do you want to go position by position? Because I think the very first position we might have a disagreement where I at least had a lot to think about. I'm talking quarterback. I think I know where you're going. And this is, this is something that like is going to be a thing that I hang my head on, hang my hat on. I might have to hang my head now because I, I kind of did vacillate a little bit. I'm not proud to say it, but uh, yeah, let's dig in. Here's what we'll do. We'll go position by position on offense and then defense and then special teams. And we'll do this quickly, but like we'll also just do locks on the first one. So, for example, there's three quarterbacks you want to have. And you're like, wait a minute, what about four quarterbacks? You know, example again, um, you have three locks, let's say, and one of your extra players might be a quarterback. So don't think that the first list is the entire list. So let's go position by position on offense, then defense and special teams, and let's do our locks. And then we'll come back because we're not going to have 70 locks. We'll come back and we'll figure out how we fill our final 10, 12 positions. Make sense? Okay. Good. I, th- I think run. you're going to be, I think you're going to be ready to debate as we say it though. So let's, let's do it. Try to try to refrain Mike, especially if we get deep into special teams. Okay. Well, let's begin with quarterback. Okay. Um, I have three locks. Okay. I'm going to go Daigie, Kendall, and Garrett Green. Those are my locks. Okay. I I have that as – I had three locks as well. Again, I won't uh, – try not to get into too much detail, but I tried – I debated for a bit about the third – there were going to be three locks, Daigie, Kendall, and X. I debated if the answer was Green – 
because he's third on the depth chart, most likely, or Jackson for reasons that, that you enjoy so much, signaling in play calls, helping the coaching staff, experience, all that stuff. So, uh, I, I But I did go with Green eventually. So we have the same three. Yes. Trent Jackson is the sleeper in this. Because, again, if you're not familiar, if you've watched the game, you're like, who's that guy in the yellow penny next to Brown calling in plays? That's Trent Jackson. And that's why he traveled last year. So you may see where we're going here. So we have three and three. Congratulations. We agree. Uh, running back. Go ahead. Three. Brown, Mathis, Sinkfield. I kept it simple. I have four. You went fullback, didn't you? No. Brown, Sinkfield, Mathis, and Sparrow, because I think Sparrow may matter on special teams. Um, I heard that he's got a habit of breaking returns and hitting his head in the goalpost. As a lock, too. I have him as a lock. Because I'm I'm also not sure. Who's two? Let me ask you that. Who's the number two? It may be situational, but is it Sinkfield or Mathis? It's a good question. Be- or, or officially on the depth chart, uh, I would. I'm assuming Sinkfield because it, it sounds like he's had a pretty good fall camp. Sparrows run like exclusively with a three, so that doesn't mean that there's only one two. But he's gotten a ton of reps with the threes lately. So, and again, if he's good on special teams, I think that matters. Can he play defense on special teams? I don't know. Um, I thought about this, but I, I just also see them being like, listen, if, if Brown doesn't have it, if Sinkfield doesn't have it, Matt, they, they'll play the fourth guy in the first half if they have to to figure out who's hot and think they like him too. So I haven't been bold, but I haven't been. That's our first difference there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Receiver now. Are you ready? Go. I have eight locks. Okay. I think the, I the have thoughts? eight or nine, depending on if you. I have I have nine if you're counting Dobson as in. All right, let's go over this here. We're going to have to make exceptions for three players. Um, Zach Dobson is one. Jaquay Hubbard is two, the offensive lineman. And Scotty Young, three, is the safety. Um, we don't know if they're eligible or not. West Virginia is applying for uh, waivers for all three of those guys. And for some reason, they haven't been granted or at least publicized yet. Um, by the time you hear this, I don't know. We may have an official starting quarterback designation. We may have a, I don't know, white smoke from the Pushgar Center about waivers because Neil Brown has his radio show on Thursday night. Perhaps that's where he makes some news. I don't know. So these things could be solved by then. Dobson, Hubbard, and Young. Each one of those guys is a lock for me. I'm going to let that out of the bag right now. But we're going to have to account for that in our math. We'll get to that as it happens. But I have eight counting Dobson. You have nine counting Dobson? Correct. All right. I had Dobson, Esdale, James, Jennings, Ryan, Simmons, Wheaton, and Wright. Wait, so that's Wheaton, James, Jennings, Ryan, Dobson, Esdale, Fields, Simmons, and Wright. That's nine. I don't have Fields. Oh, I thought you said Fields. I'm sorry. Okay. I did not have fields. Dobson, Estelle, James, Jennings, Ryan, Simmons, Wheaton. Right. Just eight. Okay. I did have fields, although, yeah, I had fields to give me nine. An outside receiver now, as it is. Used to be inside. Now he's outside. Maybe a better chance of him get, getting on and, the field there. And that was a big reason I, I ended up putting him there because two the two, not to get ahead of ourselves again, I knew I was going to do this, but 
the two guys that I also added that were not locks are both interior guys. So I, I felt like they needed at least five outside guys. It's a great point. We'll get there. Uh, that's a great point. You're thinking ahead. Uh, offensive line will have to factor in Hubbard here. I believe you might have him as a lock, but how did you do your offensive line? Yeah, I had, I had a lock. I had him a lock. I had nine locks with Hubbard. Um, Barrett, Brown, Committer, Hughes, Mays, Uzebo, Yates, Frazier, and Hubbard. Is that nine? Did I say all nine of them? Yes. Okay. I'm... I don't have Frazier as a lock. Okay. I just, I don't know. And and I think he's probably going to travel and I don't, he probably should be a lock, but man, it's just so unusual to see a true freshman as, as a lock or as a travel player on the offensive line. And even though he's most likely playing this year and perhaps beyond four games, it doesn't mean he's more ready than everybody else. And more importantly to me, he's technically the backup center and it's still new to him. I, I really got to think, what do you think here? If, if, if Baron, trips and falls and, and sprains his wrist running on the field and he can't snap. Do you think they go to Mays or do you think they go to Frazier? Uh, they're going to, they're going to go to Mays. Mike, I, I want you, when you go to put this podcast up, make sure you intersperse that clip from last, our last podcast where I said, I wasn't sure Frazier was going to play. And you said, are you sure you were pushing it? You were pushing <laughs> that. You convinced me that Frazier was a lock because I did no. not have him. I had him as like the eighth lineman. And you said you thought he would play. Mike's Mike's tricking me. I see what you're doing here. This but then is, I got this wise. Well, this, this will come in, this will come in handy in a bit. The Frazier point, but I just again, it just seems strange to me. Now maybe later in the season this changes. Maybe Mays establishes himself as like the utility knife, or maybe the backup right tackle. Perhaps he starts. I don't know. I don't think that's been ruled out completely yet. Um, if not immediately, then later. But I don't know that if your center gets hurt, you pull your starting right tackle over to center. That seems really strange. So maybe. You know, game six or seven, Frazier is more immediately helpful there. I don't know. It's an interesting one. But the rest of them we agree on. And then I think it's curious that some of the other backup names who have been here for at least a year or longer, we don't have any one of them as locks. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Both. Like, good good thing for depth, bad thing for those players. Yeah, probably so. Um, fullback tight end. I'll take this one. Mike O'Loughlin, TJ Banks. Just two. Yep. That's it. Okay. Does... This offense need a third tight end. I kind of thought that they would go to three tight end stuff because it helps them run. It gets an extra hat in the running game, and you got two, so you got to have three. But if you can play a Lachlan and Banks together in different formations, um, then you probably got to have a third one. You would think that would make it a lock. I have no indication that they're doing a lot of tight end stuff or two tight end stuff because I haven't seen a wink of practice. But um, I guess I'm going to be consistent, which you just accused me of not being. <laughs> then, then I need to probably put Charles Finley as a lock, but I don't have him as a lock. No, I didn't even consider. I didn't consider Finley because uh, I think of him as more as a of a receiver. And if they're going to go with another inside receiver, I think they'll go with an inside receiver like T.J. Simmons or something like that. Um, my only debate was, do they bring a fullback? Uh, and uh, you know, that's your boy Jack Knipper, right? It was last yes. year, or have you forgotten <laughs> about him? I've not forgotten about Jack Knipper. Okay. Um, so we have our picks in our locks. I have 25 on offense, three quarterbacks, four running backs, eight receivers, eight offensive linemen, two fullback tight ends. And of course there's two asterisks here with Dobson and Hubbard. So let's, let's go to those two. Oh, I'm sorry. And you want to do your review of how many you have? No, I think I had 25 too. Three, three quarterbacks, three running backs, 
Um, was that five and four? Nine receivers, two tight ends, and nine linemen. All right. Okay. Yeah. Three, six, 11, 15, 17, 26. 26. Whatever. So um, let's let's assume that Dobson and Hubbard are not eligible this year. How do you replace them? Because you got, I mean, I would imagine a replacement has to be a lock, correct? Yeah. Um, let's see. I would move for Hubbard. I guess I would move my one player that I I picked for travel, offensive lineman that I picked for travel that was not a lock, which is Parker Moore. I would just slide him up to lock status. This will make you happy. Frazier would become a lock for me if there's no Hubbard. Okay. Um, because he could, I don't, I don't know that he could play guard. I'm not sure he can play right now. I, I, the future's bright for him. I just don't know about him yet. Um, I feel like all the reporting on him has been very skewed by whatever bias you want to have happen. But he's a hot name. He's from the state. People think he's going to be good. Doesn't mean he's good right away. But maybe I'm wrong. But I think he's a lock and he travels if Hubbard is not eligible. If Dobson is not eligible, man, I only have eight receivers. So I would have to make his replacement a lock. My lock is Grayson Malashevich. Okay. I Tell me I'm right. I think you're right. I, I think, again, I had two inside receivers, Malashevich and Reese Smith, as on the travel roster, but not locks. And, I mean, you're talking six of one, half a dozen of the other for me, and maybe Malashevich just because we've seen him do other stuff. Like, I believe it was reported, or maybe you saw it in one of the our camp development thread um of him holding for field goal kicks was that right yes yeah so so you know he's doing other things and and just like we talked about before we even started this those guys who can specialize hey they're gonna get a little you know leg up on getting on the roster he's also been catching a lot of punts lately too so yeah i would probably slide him into dobson's spot could he play special teams in a coverage or blocking capacity i don't know he's i don't want to say he's small but I wonder about him as a gunner or like a coverage guy in a punt. And I wonder about him flying down the field on kickoffs. I, I assume he could, but I mean, five, nine, one seventy five. by the way, what he's listed out on here. Um, but he played, I mean, he played defensive back in, in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he's not that far w- removed from that. Kind of a toss-up between he and Smith. Smith is, yeah. I would say, more talented and is a better defensive player who might be better suited to do some of that defensive stuff on special teams. And also, we're talking about versatility. Uh, I mean, it may be, maybe he can get in and play defensive back in a situation. I'm not sure that Malashevich can do that. If he can, Smith is a better player, I think. Is that fair? I think so. Okay, cool. All right, so we have mostly agreements there. Defense is where this is going to get really twisted, I think. There may be some agreements. There may be some disagreements. There's also going to be an asterisk in here, but... Let's start on defense. Uh, I just had the very tough fullback tight end call, which means you go first. Defensive line for me, I'm keeping it simple. Eight, and all of them are locks. Um, Until Austin comes back, it's Pooler, Thornton, Martin, Stills Brothers, Mesador, Jefferson, and Quay Mays. I have seven. I don't have Martin as a lock. Ooh, ooh. Future offensive lineman Sean Martin is not a lock <laughs> for me. Oh, what a By perfect way, I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating that at all. It's just that that has been told to me that he's so talented and so able 
as a football player that you could put that guy on the other side and he'd be a good offensive lineman. I, right now, he's defensive end, I would assume, by choice, um, or defensive tackle. But we'll know when a depth chart comes out. There's some mystery there as to who goes where. But that's where he is right now, and that's where he's going to spend this season. I think that's fair to say. I don't have him as a lock because it just seems weird to me that Brown says that he would normally redshirt this guy. You don't travel with those guys if you're normally going to redshirt. Now, maybe things change, and maybe he gets in, and maybe it's a necessity. Perhaps he's a guy who travels and doesn't play, but he's there. Maybe you could do it, but I can't make that guy a lock. Okay. How'd you, how did you – now, we, we do this every year, and, and not just in this thing, but in a lot of our discussions. How did you break up the second level of the defense? Because did you, did you go outside, inside, bandit, and then just regular linebacker? How'd you do it? You want to do this linebacker and okay. count Will, Mike, and, and bandit and maybe describe them as you can? Because that's another thing. I'm not sure how these guys are lining up, and I think that they're going to play a lot of nickel in some games, which is not going to be a 4-2-5. Right. Okay. So linebackers, I have seven. Bartlett, mm. Mm. Bryce Brand, Josh Chandler, Semedo. What's the ruling on that? Semedo, Semedo, Semedo. I think it's I think it's Semedo. I don't know. Don't they have the voice thing on the site? Let me see. It's Go never ahead. right. It's never right. It's like asking me to do division. It's not going to be accurate. Bartlett right. Brand, the linebacker formerly known as Josh Chandler, Vandarius Cowan. Tony Fields, Xre Lowe, and Dylan Tonkery. My seven locks. Okay, so I, now, I see we're different because now my, my accounting there, I'm gonna have Cowan and Brand as your bandits. I'm going to have Bartlett, Lowe, and Tonkery as my mics, and then Chandler and excuse me, Bartler, all right, Brand and Cowan as two one bandit in some order at Mike. Bartlett, Fields, Tonkery, and then Chandler, Low, one two, at will. Bartlett being the swing, he could be your third bandit. He could be your second bandit. He could be your second Mike. He could be your third Mike. But um, you might want to have more linebackers, you would think. But I think that that seven is more like eight and maybe nine because Tonkery can do so much. Maybe even ten. Fields can do so much. Bartlett can do so much. I I did have Taurus Simmons as a lock. I know, Ooh. I know, you know, he's that's not, the first one. That's the first. Wow. The, I know he's not in the two deep currently. You kind of just broke down the two deep and how there's some versatility. So it should cover that. But I just don't see any way he's not there, not on the roster, uh, how he's not contributing on special teams. He's been mentioned too much for me in fall camp to ignore that at this point. So I think you'll see him on some special teams units. Um, even if he's not playing defensive snaps. And I, I think for sure he'll be on this roster. I, it never crossed my mind that he wouldn't. That's going to get very interesting. <laughs> I like it, though. You made a case. Um, cornerback. Mm-hmm. We had an asterisk next to Nick Troy Fortune because we didn't know where he was. Um, obviously, sad situation. His mother passes away. The He was gone for quite some time. I believe that the services were just this past weekend. But he's back now practicing. We can presume uh, in a regular game, he's he's on the 70 and he's a lock. So he's there. We don't have an asterisk by him anymore. And I bring that up because if he's not there, this is a flimsy, is that the right word, situation. Yeah. They just don't have a lot of corners. But there's a number you can, you can work with. And without him, it's a harder number to work with. But I have – who goes first now, me or you? 
You. You go ahead. You, no, no, ah, you go ahead. Right. You're right. Okay. Uh, did start with Fortune. I'm counting Jackie Matthews as a cornerback. Same. Go ahead. Tavian Mayo. Dre Miller. Daryl Porter. David Vincent Ogoli. Locks. Well, this is um, going to be boring. I got, Fortune, the same exact, I got the same exact six. All right. Fortune has to play. Mayo can't redshirt. Miller can't redshirt. Porter's earned a spot. Okoli's too good. Uh, Matthews, I don't think I think I skipped him on accident, but I mean, junior college player of the year, all American. Um, you're not putting that guy on the sideline when he can do some things. He may play some free safety or maybe like a nickel back. He's going to have value, but I'm counting him as a quarterback. He's traveling. He's playing. I, again, you're not getting any argument from me. I had, I had six corners on my entire roster and all six were locks and those were the six. So it's good, good and bad. Like you said, did it, fortune has to, has to be on there. He has to play. Um, same with Mayo, Miller, Matthews, all those guys. The the depth isn't there for any of these guys not to be on the travel roster. What's the reasonable expectation for a fan for Vincent O'Coley, who, who's aware that, yeah, top-ranked recruit, could have been an FBS receiver, but, man, he's been the other freshman this entire camp. I'm not sure that means anything, but what do you think is reasonable for him? For this year? Yeah. Uh, I think – You'll see him out there in very few snaps. Not not very few, but you'll see him out there for very few meaningful snaps. You'll see him on some special teams. You might see him return a couple kicks, I think, this year. Um, he's a guy that I think they're going to try to find a way to get him on the field in different ways because he is that talented, that fast, that twitchy, that um, he could be somebody that makes a difference. Maybe not in the first, like say, three or four games, but down the road. Yeah, the return game might be kind of interesting this year. Like, if you're not good at it, you're probably going to lose your spot. Yeah. Like, there's, there's some guys who can run, and he's one of them. Um, I was going to say, he was, he was one of the best return men in the country. He had several kick and punt returns for touchdowns as a senior, so I could definitely see him uh, getting in the mix there. Sprinter, too. Uh, safety. Go ahead. And let's, let's do this. Uh, Cat-free spear. Oh, God. You know, oh, no. I don't break do it down do like it? that. You well, know, do I don't do break it? it down. All right. I, I, let's see. I do not have it broken down like that. And because I, uh, let's put it this way three, six, nine. I have 10 safeties, and Ooh. all 10 of them, all 10 of them are locks for me, um, in part because it's three positions. Uh, so you're going too deep, at least that's six. And also because, those safety guys, those guys that play safety, and especially at Spear, are the ones that you're going to find all over the coverage units for special teams. So for me, I mean, there's a couple guys on here that <clears throat> I see maybe not playing a single defensive snap, but ending up playing every single special team snap and playing in every single game this season. Um, so I end up with 10 and all okay. ten are locks, and that that does include Scotty Young. Okay, so so let's let's go over that. Hit me with your ten. Okay, so uh, Alonzo Adai. This is in no particular order. Alonzo Adai, Jairo, Takori Turner, Dante Bonamico, Noah Guzman, Osman Kamara, Jake Long, Sean Mahone, Tyke Smith, and Scotty Young. And again, there, there's that stretch in there. Turner, Bonamico, and Kamara. 
I see those guys almost exclusively being special teams guys, at least to start this season. So okay. don't you know? I don't want anybody to get mixed up thinking I'm calling these guys are going to be out there playing a bunch of snaps. But you need special teams guys, and there are certain guys that are very good at it, and they are locks on my travel roster. If Young is not eligible, is his replacement a lock, or is that a fill-in? Or is that spot filled in? Not necessarily yeah. him at safety, but like you'll just find a way to put someone. That's, a, that's I think middle. that's one of the ones that I could go to another position. Okay. I would consider something else. Um, I kind of thought not not a lock, but Naeem Muhammad would be in my mind, depending on the special team situation. But I could definitely go to another position if he's out. Okay, uh, I have seven. I have I'm doing alphabetical order here, but I have Alonzo Adai, Noah Guzman, Sean Mahone, Usman Kamara. Jake Long, Tyke Smith, and Scotty Young. Is that no Bonamico and no Turner? If and Young is not, if Young is ineligible, Bonamico replaces him as a lock because he can play any one of the safety positions. I'm not sure how well or like what's his best one, but he's played. He's seriously played all three in practice or in games, and he's going to be on like probably every special team, I would think too. So that makes him a lock. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, let's say Young starts at free or he backs up at free or he backs up somewhere right i'm not sure you put bonamico in that spot on the depth chart but i think he would he would have the most value among the replacements i just don't know about the cory turner or jaito or anybody like that um i just feel better having bonamico covering a bunch of areas and being able to pitch in oh no our spear went out can you back up at spear yeah oh no our free went out can you back up at free yeah i could do that cool and i just think he's he gives me some security there also he's had a great off season too like, yeah I, iron mountaineer I, and the coaches are loving what he's doing right now I think just just what you said, out of those three guys that, that I had locks that you didn't, if I had to say who would swap in for Young as a lock, I would pick Bonamico too for all the same reasons. He's the most experienced, played all the positions. No, we know he can contribute on special teams. That's that's a definite pick there. Observation for me, listening to your list and listening to mine on defense, um, I went smaller on locks. You went a little bit larger. That's fine. But I think we kind of agree that there is a way to use the core at each position to cover up depth issues. What I mean by that is your backup defensive end may actually be your backup defensive tackle. Your backup bandit may actually be your backup mic. Your backup cat might actually be a special team or like there's the stuff like that where the, the roster actually does kind of sustain itself in different ways that just weren't possible last year. Agreed. Absolutely. Now, do we want to touch on special teams? Because I have a feeling that you're – you're rubbing off on me in all the wrong ways. Well, let's do our running total here. I had 25 on offense. You had 26, correct? Correct. I have 27 on defense, a running total of 52. I believe you're at 55. My math is right. Yeah. Uh, no, higher than that, I think. 8, 11, 16, 22. I have 32 for defense. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm well, at 58, 58 right now. Well, I said I couldn't do division. I can't do addition either, apparently. <laughs> uh, special teams. Let's just throw the number out there and explain how we broke it down. Um, you or me? You quiz me? I'm guessing you want to quiz me on this? No, I I don't know. I feel disgusted because I think last year we did this. I, I was at like three total and never even thought twice about it. And then you talked me into a fourth. And I... Mike, I... I might have, I, I I know I have three locks. I might go as high as five special teams players, five, on the travel roster. 
Just specialist. Oh. oh my gosh, really? Yes. I have six. <laughs> oh my god. I, I do. All right. Here's how I did this. Um, oh, you, have have, you have six to have. You have to have locks. Yeah. Six locks. Oh man. This I have a kid. I do have a condition, and then perhaps we'll have the people rule on this one here because I have a roster issue that I want to get to in a minute here. But I have six, um, and I and I want to make it five, but I, I just think I have six. Um, you have to have two long snappers. You just have to like if you lose if you have one, you basically have none, and you have a situation like Austin P where your quarterback's punting nine times because your snapper can't get it to him. Um, I'm not sure that any one of West Virginia's centers can snap in a long snap situation, and it's too risky. Um, if it becomes a situation where you lose two long snappers, listen, you're screwed anyways because few teams have three. So if you have two, bring them both. So I'm having J.P. Hadley and Kyle Pullen. Um, I'm bringing Casey Leg and I'm bringing Evan Staley. They're your two best kickers. Um, and this is where it goes sideways on me. I'm bringing Colton McGee and Kurt, or Curtis Sumter, Tyler Sumter. I'm bringing the wow. two. Because here, here's my thing. Um, if Sumter gets crushed on a punt block or a punt return. If he falls down and hurts his wrist and can't catch a snap and punt, who's the punter? Staley can't punt. I don't believe he's ever done it. And I'm not sure you want him doing it. Could it be leg? McGee he was a K slash P. So I'm bringing McGee and then McGee might also be your kickoff guy. Um, so I don't, oh man, I mean, I could very easily go five locks and then maybe if I have a spot fill in McGee, and again, that would probably come in handy. I have a roster decision coming up, but like just the logic in my head, if your punter gets hurt again, you could maybe your quarterback can do it. Maybe I'm just being overdramatic here because again, this one spot turns out to be valuable. Um, Sumter's here to punt. He's an all conference player. And that's the only name I've heard punting lately, but that's all the only name on this list that I've ever known to be a punter. McGee is dual threat can do both. Maybe he comes along and he's your third guy. Maybe he's your kickoff guy. Like if Brown, if Brown thinks that McGee is their best kickoff guy, He's traveling. If he thinks he's the best kickoff guy in the third kicker, he's traveling. Like, I, I just don't know how that's going to, that's not going to, the numbers are going to matter, obviously, but I think that Brown is committed to being solid on special teams. The two, two long snapper thing is kind of funny a year ago, but it's, it's legit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hung up on the kickers now. Like I have McGee in and I have him as a lock, but I also think there's a way where he doesn't go home. He doesn't come with me and he stays home and you're devoting a scholarship to a guy who isn't going to play for two years. That's really bizarre. It's a hard thing for me to accept and understand, but I think you got to bring him just because. But again, I'll explain. I might have an out here where I don't bring him. I had three. I had three locks, and then I, I nearly had, which was Staley, Sumter, Hadley, and nearly had McGee as my fourth. But again, I I, I know we saw what happened in that first game about having two long snappers. I was willing to roll the dice, at least as far as locks go. I, I did end up bringing two. So I'd ended up with five with Poland and McGee, not necessarily being locks. But I I think leg might be a little bit superfluous because Sumter's your punter, Staley's your kicker, McGee can do both. And then, again, you got Hadley with Poland backing him up in case he gets hurt. It's a great point. We don't know about McGee. What we don't know, we don't know. And he might be he might be a K slash P where he can back up and both, and that gives you great versatility there. And again, I might need that. I mean, I'm going to need that. So yeah. Uh my running total is fifty eight because I have six. Yours is a little 60, bit higher. Sixty one. Sixty one. All right. So I have twelve spots left over. Here are the names 
on offense and defense, and only 12 of these guys are going to make it, okay? So some of these names you're hearing are not traveling. Are you ready? Donovan Beaver, Sam Brown, Randy Fields, Charles Finley, Zach Frazier, Trent Jackson, Jackson Knipper, Grayson Malashevich, Parker Moore, Blaine Scott. Who's Smith? Reese Smith. Reese Smith, Avaria Sparrow, Keon Wakefield, Devil Washington. Now, the asterisks put Frazier and Malashevich in as locks. Spoiler alert, they make my 70 man, but there's some talent there on offense that may not make it. Um, what leftovers do you have? So on offense, uh, I had nobody different than you mentioned as far as guys I considered. Um, the four guys I had, so I had four guys on the travel roster that were not locks. Mm-hmm. Malashevich, Reese Smith, Parker Moore, and Trent Jackson. So yeah. you added those to your running total. Correct. And if, okay. um, if, Dobson or Hubbard are ruled ineligible. Now I mentioned that, you know, Malashevich and Moore would move up to locks. The guys I would bring on Keon Wakefield at inside receiver and Blaine Scott. They, so you have, Reece, you have Reece Smith as a, as a replacement on Mac, right? Yeah. Reese just, Smith is in. Okay. He's just wasn't a lock for me. He's on the travel roster. He just wasn't a lock. Okay. Um, my additions on offense, then. I have Malashevich incorrect. Yes, okay. I'm looking at my notes there. Okay, he's in because of Dobson. Um, if no Dobson, Malashevich is in. Um, if Dobson is in, then Malashevich is one of my additions. He's not a lock. He's yeah. an addition. Um, again, if Hubbard is out, Frazier's automatic. If Hubbard is in, Frazier still makes my team. Um, and then joining them from offense for me. Where do my spots go? Um, uh, Parker Moore. Mm-hmm. Jackson Knipper. Reese Smith. I'm trying to figure out out in my head right now. Did you bring Jackson? I did not Jackson? bring Trent Jackson. Okay. So, Would you like to explain yourself? Well... Um, I'm actually, I'm realizing that I counted Sparrow twice. So I have to get another number in my head here. Um, cause Sparrow is a lock for me. Um, listen, you need offensive lineman. Parker Moore is going to be pretty good. And I think eventually, and I think he's a, a guy who can give you some depth of tackle. We mentioned the tight end fullback thing. Knippers, I think probably the best of the available bodies to put his hand in the ground and be like a, a an S back kind of guy sniffer and, and I don't know, run up into a hole and, and open things up. Um, I'm just not sure he can do it because I haven't seen him do it. So that's that's tricky for me. But there's going to be spots where you need a fullback. They might be able to get away with O'Loughlin or more specifically TJ Banks doing that, like a lead guy or you know an H-back and a guy who's going to run block, not attached to the line. But if that guy goes out, and that's a lot of my thinking here, I understand that, but that's kind of the point. You, you don't want to abandon that, tear that into your, running, your, your playbook because if you're on the one-yard line and you can't run block in the backfield – because the guy got hurt, you lost because you didn't prepare for that. So I think that's why I got to put him in. And I like Reese Smith. Um, I, I think that he can play that slot thing. And again, if, if one of your twitchy guys gets hurt, that guy can make plays. I mean, he's just productive when he gets the ball in his hand. Could he play safety in the pinch? Could he play special teams? Probably. And yes, to what level of effectiveness? I don't know. 
Um, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. But um, those are my my definites there, and that's on top of Malashevich um, and. Uh, um, Frazier. Now I'm also, I'm also, again, I'm realizing I put Sparrow in twice. This is great proofing by me, which is probably no surprise to anybody who reads what I try to write, but I have an extra spot now on offense because I had six and six. Um, I would think out of that, out of that group, you got to get someone who can play receiver. And then at that point, I'm looking at Sam Brown, Randy Fields, Trent Jackson, Keon Wakefield. I'm probably going Wakefield experience can play outside. Um, and more importantly, like if I know that we're talking, you're thin on the outside. I think the only outside receivers that I was bringing are James Jennings, Ryan and Wheaton. If something happens, you're down an outside receiver. Simmons can slide out. I think he would be the next option. I think they'd put him in before Sam Brown, put him in before devil Washington, certainly. Um, and then you can fill in that slot spot with Wakefield with as with somebody else. So I would bring, that means I'm bringing Malashevich, Smith and Wakefield. Okay. Going all slot receivers. I just think it's the best. Like I like Sam Brown and like part of me just thinks, boy, that's a fun guy to use. Cause I watched the way they use him in high school and, and he was almost, he's not this guy. So don't, don't say this at all, but like he was almost like a Tavon. They gave him the ball in so many different ways, screens, handoffs, jet sweeps, threw it up the up the rail and let him go get it. He's 6'2". He's not Tavon. I understand that. But they used him in so many ways. And I'm like, well, what a fun piece to have in this offense. I'm just not sure that he's part of that that thinking right now. I love his future. I don't think his future is right now, though. Where do you want to go on defense? So you don't have Sam Brown either. I do not. Right, we'll then, get into like the I guys said, we don't have. That was a hard one for me, man. That was a really hard one because I think he's talented, and I just I just don't know yet. So uh, let's do defense then. Um, my keepers, so I used six spare guys of my 12 on offense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use six spare guys that I have left over on defense. Um, I'll bring in Sean Martin. I'll bring in Tavis Lee. I'm bringing Naeem Muhammad. I'm bringing Jake Abbott. And I'm bringing Eddie Watkins. Okay. I see. Where else are we getting different here? Okay, so you are different on. You still have no Turner and no Jairo, correct? It's hard. Okay, I'm I'm trying to find out where we're where we are different here because I think you know I had 61 locks, so I had nine left over. I used four on offense, two on special teams. The two being Poland and McGee as the the not locks, but still traveling. So that leaves me three spots on defense, and I did Abbott at linebacker, Watkins at bandit, and I went with Carr over Tavis Lee, although that was that decision. Did I write that down? Yeah, that was my my last two picks came down to three guys, which were Lee, Carr, and Abbott. And I went with Carr and Abbott and left out Lee. It, it's hard to imagine that not playing with Abbott. Like, I, I kind of kept forgetting about him. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that guy has played Mike. He's played Will. He's their third Will. He's probably their third Mike in some situations, too, I would think. I mean, if, if, we're, if we really think they're going to keep Bartlett, Tonkery, and Fields together, okay, he's not their third Mike. But I don't think that's going to happen, so he'd be their third Mike. Uh, and he can play the special teams. He's just valuable. He's got a hat, I think. Um, 
it's just hard for me to think about that one. But again, it's hard for me to think about some of these people I'm leaving home. Um, let's go over people who are not traveling with you. Uh, start an offense. Um, I still don't have Sparrow. I, to be honest, I didn't think much of it. I, um, like You're traveling three with three running backs, huh? Traveling with three running backs. They've they've wow. done it before. They've done it for a long mm-hmm. time. I'm sticking with it. Um, I I think the toughest ones for me were really because I felt comfortable with my 10 offensive linemen. Uh, so, you know, Blaine Scott's left out unless Hubbard's in. You know, he's my sub. If Hubbard's out, he comes from not traveling to traveling. But Donovan Beaver, Tariq Stewart, Zach Davis, those are guys I wrote down but never really considered for offensive line traveling. I think 10, 10 is plenty uh, to travel, mm-hmm. and I got there without that. Tight end. I thought, again, I, I already explained my reasoning behind only two. I, I think um, if they go with another, t- if they need a third tight end, it's probably somebody that's going to be more of an inside receiver. And instead of bringing Finley along, they'll just go to an inside receiver. So for me, the decisions were, can one, can I get by with three QBs? Two, can I get by with nine offensive linemen? If I could do either one of those or both, I would have considered Knipper and Wakefield. And again, Wakefield was Hmm. my sub for Dobson. And if Wakefield's going in for Dobson, then Sam Brown would have been my next one. And again, and I think the big difference here is I had Fields and you did not even after the additions, right? That's an older player too, who just, it seems so strange to leave him home and and bring Sam Brown. But I just, I I can't tell you like what I think about or what I know about Fields. That's right. harsh, but I just don't know where you put him right now. But I see your point, yeah. Um, my left out on offense, um, well, in, in, if Hubbard makes it, I'm not bringing Scott. If Hubbard doesn't make it, then Scott makes it just by you have to pull everybody up one. Yeah. So, for example, Frazier would replace Hubbard in my locks, and then you go from there, and, and then Scott would come in, and he would be the fill-in there. But if Hubbard's in, I'm not bringing Scott. Um, if Dobson is not in, then obviously I'm going to put Malashevich in there, bring in Smith later, bump up Wakefield. Wakefield makes it no matter what. But if there's no Dobson, I got to pull somebody else up. And this is where I get into the Sam Brown, Randy Fields thing. And I'd probably go with Brown just based on some things that I've heard or whatever. And and I just, what I don't know about Fields, I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong here, but what I don't know about Brown is more exciting to me, if that makes any sense. Um, I just feel like there's ways to use him and do some stuff. And maybe he just hits a home run. Maybe he comes in, he pinch hits, and he goes deep, and he does something. Chances are probably not going to matter, but that would be my, my thinking there. Um, and then also no Donovan Beaver, no Charles Finley. I'm sorry, Trent Jackson, but didn't make it because if you can't trust Garrett Green to call in the plays, you can't trust him to be the third quarterback. I'm sorry, but like to make it make a GA do it, make some other coach do it, but it was fun while it lasted, but I couldn't find a way to do it. And I don't have Devil Washington. Now, here's my question, Chris. There's probably no way that Trent Jackson's staying home, right? I don't think so. Like I said, I, <laughs> I, I came down. I said, can I have nine offensive linemen and three quarterbacks so that I can bring a couple of these other guys? I said, nine, nine offensive linemen seems more realistic than three quarterbacks. I think they're going to bring four. So when Trent Jackson goes in, I'm probably taking the Sam Brown slash Randy Fields position out if that guy's in there, um, which would mean that there's no Dobson. If Dobson is in there, that means probably Keon Wakefield's coming out. 
if if Trent Jackson goes. This is becoming very confusing now. But I don't have him in. But if he comes in, the last person in would be out for me, and that would be Wakefield. I think so. That's that's tricky. Um, defensively, people who are not traveling for me. We haven't mentioned James Thomas. By the way, he's here uh, practicing, mm-hmm. apparently doing well. Um, I just don't know how he plays a linebacker. Even if he's a special teams stud, I just don't know that that's worth it right now. Um, for the travel spot, not his redshirt year, but whatever. Don't have to Corey Turner. Don't have Charlie Benton. Don't have Linnell Carr. Don't have Jaido. Don't have Torres Simmons. Now, here's my thing. You've got me thinking that six is way too big on special teams. And perhaps Lake can punt. Perhaps McGee can kick. So I only need one of them. So let's just say I kick off or punt off leg or McGee for my travel roster. Now I have to add somebody. And this is kind of the decision-making that, that happens. So wait a minute, we have six guys. We've got four guys who are going to kick our punt. We don't need that. Get rid of one of them and bring an extra blank. Out of those, I'd have to make a decision. Torres Simmons is really attractive, I think, in this option because he can do some things on special teams. He's made some plays. But you're looking at, like, to Corey Turner and Jaido who – don't have a spot right now and if i have to pick one of those three i'm probably bringing turner and keeping simmons in favor of home okay i i have figured it out i think so that our listeners can pick a side we have four differences in our team in our full 70-man travel roster um two of them are the same position two of them are not the differences are I went with Randy Fields for my, whatever it is, 10th receiver, 11th receiver. You went with Keon Wakefield. And this, and again, this is assuming that Dobson, Hubbard, and Young are in. They are, they are allowed to travel. I have Randy Fields as my 11th receiver. You have Keon Wakefield. At, um, I have Jairo as, you know, what, 9th or 10th safety. You have Naeem Muhammad. Mm-hmm. I have Takori Turner. As another spear, you have Tavis Lee as another defensive lineman. I have Torres Simmons as a fifth bandit. I have him higher on the board at bandit than, and you have Casey Legg as a sixth special teams person. Mm-hmm. Now, I also have Eddie Watkins in, and you don't, so that's probably the difference no, between our Simmons. There I, you have, did? I have Watkins. Yeah, oh, he, wasn't a lo- he wasn't a lock for me, but he's, he's on the team. Okay. He's on the travel So roster. it's just four people then, huh? Yeah. And neither one of us is right or wrong on this, I think, either. It's just a matter of how we build it, which is kind of the point here, too. Uh, and again, if I if I only bring my five specialists, I have some flexibility. Jaido, Torres, Turner. I can look at my roster and figure out what it is. The fact that I have Favoris and Turner in there, um, I like what you're saying about kind of making sure you have the safeties because they can do different things. Uh, Favoris can probably play corner. He's played some spear. Turner, I think, is just a spear right now, though he came as a corner. Maybe Jaido's more valuable, more versatile, but I just Turner's been around, and you and I know they like him an awful lot because he can run and he can play and he's big. Um, so that was just my reason for giving him the nod there. Uh, one of us can be can be right, Mike, and it, and it's not the person who brought four kickers. Okay, <laughs> just just let you know, I'm gonna put it on the board, and we're gonna have them vote on it, and we'll see. We'll see. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. <laughs> now. What, let me, let's let's wrap it up with this. I, I think we have the answer probably in Trent Jackson, but let's go beyond that. 
the right answer is going to be the one that they bring to Oklahoma State, or I don't know how that you're going to have more than 70 in uniform on the first game. But let's say that they were playing <laughs> at Eastern Kentucky, whatever. But let's just say they're playing on the road. Neil Brown gives Mike Montoro his travel roster slash dress list or 70 names on it. What do you think is different? What's wrong <laughs> on their version compared to ours? The very first week, huh? Man. I don't know. I don't see much. I think the only real differences you'd see if it were week one, like if it were, you know, nine days from now, eight days from now, um, is some of those guys that we have asterisks on. Other than that, I don't see them making many differences. Yeah, probably right. And again, I think they have a, a high number of good players, but not so many that it makes it a difficult conversation. Like, like you maybe don't have an answer. Like, it's it's not obvious, but you can get you can get a ninety five on the test. You know, it's still an A. It's still an A plus. You might not get a hundred, but I think you can get a good answer here. I would also think that in some situations where it's, for example, Sam Brown or Randy Fields, uh, Chaito or Takori Turner, um, perhaps Tavis Lee or Linnell Carr, early on. They might give the older, more experienced player who's been there, done that. They might give that player the benefit of the doubt. I just, I'm, I feel disgusted and dirty that you, I, I picked five special teamers and didn't even think much about it. I just, I want to end on that, and 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 not discuss it anymore. All right, we'll hit the showers, Chris. <laughs> And that's it. That is our second edition of the 70 man travel roster. Hey, feel free reply on Twitter, reply in the comments section. Uh, I don't want to know how good it was. I already know, but where do you agree? Where do you disagree? What did you learn? What do you think? And um, again, maybe more importantly, what differences do you see maybe in week one, the hypothetical week one, or as the season progresses, how do things change? Um, We'll try to keep tabs in this as best we can, because again, Players who shuttle in and out are doing well or doing poorly or there's a need or there's a solution to a problem. This is a pretty good way to get an answer that coaches are sometimes reluctant to give. Hey, Mike, one more thing. Make sure you hold on to that spreadsheet of yours because I think we should come back the week before the first away game, maybe like on a Wednesday or Thursday. Adjust it because things will obviously or will most likely change over the next couple weeks. And then let's get our hands on that 70-man travel roster and see who had the highest percentage correct. Do you think you can get 69 out of 70? 68 out of 70? Oh, a challenge. That's a date. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I, mean, I, I want to see if one of us can get a perfect a perfect roster. Oh, boy. A 70 out of 70? That would be – I think it's. It, it sounds like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like getting below, like, 62 would be embarrassing. Like, if you couldn't get 62, then, then something's wrong. You don't know the team very well. Um, although maybe I shouldn't say that and then watch me get like 61, but it getting 70, I think, or even 68 or above is going to be tough for, for all the reasons we just talked about. We have the, we have 66, the same, uh, only four different, but then we each brought up 18 different scenarios where we could have gone with eight or nine different guys. So I I think it'd be interesting to see how close we can get. So we're going to do this like at a, like a uh, 62 out of 70 versus a 65 out of 70. The 70, the 65 out of 70 wins. Like a, tra- right. a straight report card kind of thing. Yep. Oh, man. You're looking at like seven points of pop here. So if you get <laughs> a couple wrong, I mean, if you get two wrong, you got a B. Yep. Oh, my gosh. 
and I'm an A or an F guy, so <laughs> well, <laughs> you're going to be you're, hard to You're do. the teacher. So. It's true. All right. Well, that'll wait until next time or some other time, I should say. But that is all for this time. Thanks for joining us for uh, all the conversation. I hope it wasn't too dizzying for you. But um, to wrap it up, as always, I am Mike Casazzo. And I'm Chris Anderson. We will talk to you next time.